Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm the alien cormorant, and you're listening to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast. Good evening and welcome to another fun-packed edition of You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast, a podcast about lesser-known music from around the world. Here we explore submissions and artists that we feel are as good, if not infinitely better, than some of the crap you hear in the mainstream today. My name is Neil, and I am joined, as always, by my regular co-hosts, Richie and Wayne. Wayne, how you doing? I'm alright, mate. How about yourself? Oh, I'm not too bad, yeah. Yeah, can't complain. It's all good. Good, good. Uh, good, good. Rich? Yes, I'm good, thank you. you. Yes, I'm very good, thank you, yes. Cool. And we're also joined all the way from uh, Sunny Dundee by our special guest, Alan Cormack. Hello, Alan. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. How are you all doing, guys? Yeah, yeah we're good. Too bad. We're good. Happy to have you on the show. Yeah, I'm really thank good. You. I'm living, living my best life at the moment. You know, I've got a big lockdown coming up. That's <laughs> been the best year of my life so far. So it's ups and downs, <laughs> mate, yeah, but... Uh, more, more, more downs than ups at the moment. Yeah, obviously, um, when this goes out, we'll be actually in lockdown because of the, the time delay. But um, we're recording this on a Tuesday night, and uh, as of Thursday, the UK is going into pretty much full lockdown again. Can't uh, wait. You've got people, you know, kind of stripping the shelves of bog rolls and everything all over again. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious. No, it's not. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it is. It is what it is. It's pathetic, is what it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Well, we're here for you. We're here for you, musicians. You know, we, we know you're struggling, but uh, we are listening. We are paying attention to you guys. So keep sending us your submissions. So, um, what can we expect from tonight's show? We can expect, as always, our four rounds. We'll begin with our head to head round, where the three regular presenters, myself, Rich, and Wayne, will go head to head against each other with a, a song that we've chosen from our many su- submissions, which we feel is, uh, is worthy of competition. And, uh, Alan? Uh, as always, we'll, um, our special guest will choose uh, his favourite as our head-to-head winner. I mean, to be honest, Richard's won this season, so it, it, it ain't about the scores anymore. It's just about... It never was, Neil. It never it was. was. It never it's a, was. It's but about it's... bringing lesser-known artists and showcasing their work. It was just a, a means and a gimmick and a way of doing it. A little, bit of fun, a little bit of this, banter. Yeah. This is this is putting a lot of pressure on me now. This is well, a lot of weight on my shoulders <laughs> that I've got to I've got to decide and, and you know I've got to make sure that the, the right decision's made. Yes. Indeed. And, and can I just say I've had no bribe from anybody. <laughs> Yet. 
It'll, it'll, it's because the Royal Mile off sent you one now, and it just hasn't turned <laughs> yeah. up yet. So, look on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blame the pandemic for that. So we then uh, we then bounce along to our second round, which is the reasonably new wild card round. Where do you want to explain it, Rich? We pick a random song from the the submissions and listen to it. Make it a bit more exciting than that. <laughs> what we do is we li- we pick some random submissions and then we listen to them. I feel like we should. You can stick that in post edit. So yes, we uh, we listen to a random submission. It may be amazing. It may not. It may be. Less than amazing. God Maybe awful. more than amazing. We've done okay so far. Yeah, so, so far we've done right. I, don't think, I don't think I've had anything truly terrible, have we? It's almost, uh, it's almost as if I've picked them beforehand. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> but uh, yes, so we'll uh, we'll do that. Then we have a very inten- uh, interesting, intense, hardcore genre musical challenge mode go-round. Uh, where Rich challenged us uh, last week, challenged me and Wayne. For regular listeners, this is the, uh, or people who, who haven't listened before, I should say, this is the part of the show where we uh, we, we are normally challenged by our previous guest to bring uh, an obscure genre of music. Well, Rich actually brought the challenge last week. He challenged me and Wayne to bring Richie music, the kind of music that Richie would like epitomises Richie. <laughs> Um, so we'll we'll get to hear how successful we've been with that later, uh, and Rich will decide which of the uh, Richie music submissions is the most Richie like. Probably won't be me because I'm terrible at the uh, the genre challenge. But there you go. We then move on to our artist spotlight round, which is the uh, round which is all about Alan. Mm. We have a chat with you, Alan, and find out all about you, <laughs> what you've been doing or not not doing for the last six months. <laughs> so yeah, I think we're pretty much ready to go now. Um, head to head. Head to head. Head to head. So, so I believe, as usual, Rich won, no. won last week. Oh, no, it's Wayne, wasn't I won it? last week. You actually, Check yeah, I'm so used to Rich won. winning, yeah. Yeah, you won, yeah. So, um, I suppose you get to go first, don't you? I do. Uh, just, just, so, just so we're all up to date and up to speed. Uh, Rich is runaway winner this season. He's on twelve. I've got a respectable five, and Neil's got a respectable two. Uh, yeah. So we'll we'll pick it's not up about the with, with, It's not about. It's not about competition. No. I, I don't think I've in, I don't think I've introduced first at my, my head to head for about eleven episodes. <laughs> 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 it's crazy, right? Okay, uh, so I'm going to be going first this week, and I am bringing a song called. Savoy by a band called Varro. Enjoy. Stand and deliver, come. 
So that was Savoy by Varro. Right, quick um, admission um, straight away off the bat of this. When I was researching the, the song over the weekend, I discovered that it is an a uh, an English folk um, a, a, a English folk song that has been around a fair few years. So technically, this could be construed as a cover. Oh, um, so I'm happy. To take I, the fall here no, and no, say, I'm, I'm happy to, for you to carry on because we have precedent for it. Um, because I brought a song 
some time ago by a guy called Graham James and we used his song and it was a cover so there is precedent for it so even though was, I, I wasn't was that the Angels one? I can't remember what the song was called because there was one you bought that was a cover and we yeah, uh, you that, chose that was one that was one we dismissed but yeah, um, we chose I, think we sh- I think we shouldn't have dismissed it because there was precedent Ooh. for it Okay, all right. Um, I'm, I'm happy to continue. Okay, um, if, if we're all, if we're all, you know, in the in the rules of the show, as it were, um, we, we shall crack on then. So Varro are, you're going to have to forgive my terrible pronunciation here, but Varro are Lucy uh, Askanaga and Consuela Nerea. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you are sorry. <laughs> sorry. This is success noir. Somebody, somebody Neil used to know. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Uh, they are a fiddle and vocal based um, duo from Dublin. Um, Lucy was originally from France, and Consuela is from Italy. And they met in Dublin in 2015 and formed Varro. Uh, the song is about uh, a woman who, a woman who tests uh, the love of her man by dressing up as a high woman and attacking him um, to steal a diamond ring that uh, she gave him, knowing full well that if he gives her the diamond ring, then he doesn't love her as much as he protests he does. Um, this was uh, recorded as a like a sort of one of the famous recordings uh, by a woman called Anne Briggs in 1973, but it's been recorded by about 15, 16 different people over time. It's um, and it, As I say, it's an English folk um, song from Time Out of Mind. I, I, I did read something about it today and then sort of um, didn't really understand what I read, so I didn't write it down. Um, look, this song is bloody incredible. From the minute I put it on, there was uh, there was something you said last week, Rich, about your uh, about your I like trains band, and you said it's undeniably good, and that's how I feel about this. It's undeniably good. It just everything about this. I mean, you know me. I'm all about the cinematic touches of everything, and this just screams it from the minute it starts. You know, it, this falls into drone folk as well. They use drones and harmoniums in this as well as the uh, uh, as well as the violins. Their harmony work in this is absolutely outstanding. It is when one goes low, the other one goes just a little bit higher and gives it that character and gives the whole desolate feel of looking out across a moor and, and you know being in that woman's shoes dressed as the the high woman savoy by the way is what is um reference to a woman who would dress up as a high woman and that's what they that's what they call themselves savoy um sorry survey i don't know what else to say mate it's just uh, savoy is wonderful sorry yeah survey yeah, yeah. um <laughs> this 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 song is just bloody wonderful and it's been a while since I opened a submission and just instantly went, this is mind-blowing. Uh, you know, it's, it gave me goosebumps from the minute I heard it. You, get, you know, the whole cold fingers down the spine and everything like that. Absolutely outstanding. And I've listened to more of their stuff. They, they're just as good as all my other stuff. Um, yeah, fantastic. Uh, we'll start with Alan then. Yeah, I, I, I really love this. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm really into all that kind of folk stuff um you know things like the unsanks and stuff like that and, and love the unsanks this is what this really reminded me of that i, I went to see uh, uh, have you heard richard dawson yeah richard dawson yeah yeah so I went to see richard um, dawson. poor old horse is that richard dawson poor old horse 
Yeah, yeah. So I went, went yeah. to see him live in Edinburgh last year and just at the end of last year. And it's actually, actually, it was the last gig I was at. And uh-huh. um, at the end, he, he came on and did an encore and he basically just sung for, for another half an hour, just him on his own, just singing these Northumbrian folk songs. And it was absolutely mesmerizing. And this, this is what, this, this just reminds me of that. And it's just absolutely wonderful. I've got nothing else really to add. That is a fantastic word of using that for this and mesmerising. Uh, Neil? Yeah, I, I like this a lot. Um, you mentioned uh, cinematics. I mean, it's, for me, it sounded, it put me in mind of a film soundtrack for like a sort of um, very bleak, not Western, but sort of American frontier type film. It's the sort of thing you could imagine on like Last American, which is one of my favourite films of all time, and uh, The Revenant. You know, yeah, it's absolutely. that really sort of drone. It's that drone thing. It's you know, it's really. Um, I agree with you about the harmonies. The harmonies were just haunting and mesmerising. Um, absolutely beautiful. Um, it, it's not a sort of thing I could just listen to on repeat. I'd have to be in the right frame of mind to listen to it. But I think it's one of those where if you are, it's it, it's absolutely incredible. Rich, yeah, it's it's a. It's a perfect piece of music, isn't it? It's it's technically perfect. It's production perfect, vocally perfect. Um, when you were talking about soundtracks, I was getting Lord of the Rings, like the elves in the woods type thing. Yeah. However, for me personally, for my taste, I wouldn't stick it in my playlist. I found it a bit boring after a while. It didn't change. Everything about it is absolutely perfect, but it's just... I couldn't keep listening to this over and over again. I'd, I'd get fed up. It'd, it'd lull me to sleep. But, um, yeah, it's, it, it is really... I can't take away from it in any way. It's, it is brilliant. That's me. It's like I say, it's, it's a song for, for a time and a place, I think. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't listen to this in the middle of summer. It had just... I'd no. just skip through it. <laughs> you know, but the way the weather is at the moment, it sort of replicates yeah. my mood, I suppose. It's, but, a, yeah. it's a whole kind of winter... Winter night round yeah. the fire type thing, isn't it? Drinking some mulled wine. <laughs> Go well with that. They're like it. What's that? What's that film? Narnia. Go well in Narnia. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've mentioned this director before a couple of times. Um, called Lynn Ramsey, who makes these fantastically bleak films. And this was a film called Ratcatcher. She did as a film uh, with Joaquin Phoenix called. Um, oh, I forgot what it's called now. It's just completely flying out my head. Whereas he plays a hitman in this film. It's very bleak and very desolate. And that's the sort of soundtrack she sort of gravitates to. Something that's a bit longing and a bit, you know, drony, as it were. You know, I, th- I think the, the 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 lyrics of this song are as well. You know, it captures a time and a place. You know, this this lady is is doubting the love of her husband, so decides to test that love. I mean, you know, it's the last the last verses. If you'd have given me the diamond ring, I would have put the gun into your face and I would have shot you out and pulled the trigger. And it's it's so dark in its undertone. And it's such a, I don't know, a desperate love, I suppose, is what it is. But yeah, it's fantastic. So yeah, definitely check out Varo. And this is an independent release. So um, just find them on Spotify or go to Bandcamp or uh, the, obviously their, their web pages and see if you can find their music that way. But yeah, check out Varo. Uh, who's next? Is, is it a band or is it like a, is it just it's a duo? And they play the music as well. Yeah, yeah. 
they've got they've got I've watched them live. They did, they've got some session players as well, but I think when they record, it's just those guys. It's the, I think I've read it, it's those guys and a producer. That's it. There's, there's nobody else involved. Well, yeah. Neil, do you want to go next? Uh, can do if you want. Yeah, um, I've been last for a while. Have you, Rich? <laughs> no, it's a uh, new experience for him. So I've bought uh, the song "Let the Words." Let me get my words out. Let the worlds unfold by Emily Blake. Why do I make the same mistakes again? Hand it over my power to you. Let's take the choke Gave you the power, and you know. Why do I make the same mistakes again? Hand it over my power to you Let you take the chokehold You leave me hanging While the words unfold 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 was uh, Let the Words Unfold by uh, Amelie Blake. Just a beautiful piece of alternative pop, really. I think it's a, a very well-produced song, very perfectly structured. Just the right balance of dark edginess and vibrancy, really. I, I liked it a lot. I think there's a, I think a, vo- a voice is amazing. There's a lot of layers to it. There's a lot of... You know, you got, you got, you got, you kind of got this almost like dark disco guitar sound going on throughout it which just suit the song perfectly. 
Emily Blake is a UK-based singer-songwriter. She's been involved in a lot of Hollywood movie trailers and uh, independent films. She's had 10 years of performing experience in bands and solo projects, but she's always um, sort of written music for other people. Uh, this is the first time she's actually released something on her own. Let the Words Unfold, is, uh, she says, is about reclaiming your power and not letting outside sources affect you in a negative way. It's about being who you are and not censoring your true self for the sake of others. It's about not accepting others' opinions as facts and owning who you are. Uh, a song about being comfortable in your own skin. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's basically it. What do you think, Wayne? Her uh, name's Amelia. Um, it's Amelie. Amelie, I've got. I've got Amelia. Amelie. Amelie. Where, where, where's, the, where's the A at the end of it? Well, I've downloaded the song, and the song has Amelia Blake. Or have I typed that in wrong? Have I typed that? <laughs> I've downloaded the MP3, and it says Amelia here. I've just turned my other phone off, or I'll tell you exactly what it is. Uh, she definitely says but, Amelie on her email yeah. that she sent well, to us. Yeah. I might have typed it several times. Well. I might have typed yeah. it in and typed it in wrong. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've got nothing else to say, really, Neil, other than what you said, you know. Nice piece of contemporary pop, well-structured, well-produced, great instrumentation, lovely upbeat message. It's all bullet points, really, because that's exactly what it does. It says exactly, it does exactly what it says on the tin. The way it's done, it puts me in mind of artists like Jesse J and, um, I wrote it down, yeah, Natasha Bedingfield, those sort of artists, you know. That, you know, those, those, um, type of female artists they're all about empowering and, and uplifting so yeah I think she'd fit perfectly with those guys and uh, yeah I'd just keep cracking on I mean, that's a career right there mm. cool um, Alan what were, you, what were your thoughts yeah it's, uh, I think the, the the sentiments behind the song are, are brilliant you know it's all empowerment and stuff and that's perfect that's what we need to hear um, it, it is incredibly polished incredibly well produced um it kind of washed over me a bit, I think. You know, it, as you know, you guys said, it has got that kind of Natasha Bedenfield and that kind of perfect <clears> pop <throat> kind of thing. Personally, I'm I'm into stuff that's got a bit more of a kind of a grit to it, and maybe a bit more a bit more beautifully flawed type stuff. Um, it'd be interesting to hear what she sounds like without all that great production behind it. You know, whether she's you know, it'd be interesting to hear like an acoustic version or something like that to, to actually hear the, the guts of the song. Um, but apart from that, it's it's a you know, <laughs> the bullet points are all there. It's um, <laughs> well produced and you know, lovely harmonies, great voice. <laughs> the thing about that is there's 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 a hundred other artists that sound like this, so it's really difficult, I think, for you know, for her to break through that and stand out. But yeah, it's you know, it's nice. <laughs> this luck and hard work I think that's that's what's going to come back the irony of what you're saying is n- normally Neil brings songs that are you know gritty and a bit more imperfect and this week he's brought some perfect perfectly polished pop one week he, he could have um, stood a chance it is very unusual for Neil to bring something like this yeah it's it's not my it's not, not, not my normal thing is it at all you'd usually bring something that you'd probably jump right on board with Alan wouldn't it yeah. Well, well, let's just say I was going to bring this last time, and um, I, you know, I, I, I just fell in love with the song. I thought it was incredible, and uh, I, um, you know, I was all set to bring it, and then I heard Deep Sea Parrots, and they had me at the name. 
<laughs> yeah, I was thinking, I mean, even if it was music you didn't like, you'd still have brought them anyway just because of the name. I probably would, yeah. <laughs> Joe, Joe was taking a bit of actually. He's like, you had this brilliant, brilliant song ready to bring, and then you found an email from the Deep Sea Pirates. So I was like, yeah, what chance did I have? <laughs> all yours then, Rich? Um, it, was, it was all right. It's just a, a dated bit of 90s pop. Reminds me of that, that one new song. If only for tonight, don't be a stranger. You remember that one? Who sang that? Tina Carroll. Yeah, it might be that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, it was all right. It was just a nice bit of pop. It wasn't a stand. It was nothing. I, I will f- forget this song tomorrow. Yeah. It's not that it's bad. It's just been done a thousand and a million times before. But, yeah, that's me, personal. You know, subjective and all that. Moving on. So, you then, Rich? Oh, yeah. I'm bringing the Thirsty Curses with their song... Bruises on your shoulder, shoulders, bruises on your shoulders. So this is that. Same name, same face, but it's like someone else is doing all the work And it's strange, but you're up and moving around You got some money in your wallet, places to be in town Chase! 
That was Bruises on Your Shoulders by Thirsty Curses. What can I say about Thirsty Curses? They are the killers, basically. Now, um, Thirsty Curses. Sound covers a vast array of rock and roll subgenres, including punk, folk, country, prog rock, 90s alternative and pop. Vents magazine wrote of the Thirsty Curses, their new self-titled album provides a raw, unapologetic perspective on the roughness we all feel through the ins and outs in, in life. This musical masterpiece of an album draws from several genres, such as punk, lighter and heavier rock, and that talks about the, the album and what they've been doing and the likes. No good band. Again, I don't think these guys are reinventing the wheel. But this song struck a chord with me. I really liked it. The the production, the video as well was really good. Although it's a sound that's synonymous with the mid two thousands. There's a there's a there's a specific band that sounds just like this, and I can't think who it is. I don't think it's the Killers. Is it the Keen. Killers? Yes, it's the Keen. keyboard sound. Keen. Or Keen. Killers. Keen, yeah, Keen. But Keen um, are basically the Killers with the keyboard driven. Travis so. as well. No, not Travis. Yeah. Maybe Travis. But, yeah, it's it's, it's a typical uh, mid-2000s sound. That, but this song, it's, 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 it feels like it's freshened up that genre. So it works now for me because it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like took it out, dusted it off, get it a really good polish and added a new sheen to it. And it works today now because of it. It's, a, it's just a good, really good song. It's fan, fantastically produced and... His voice and the way he's singing the song, the way he's nuanced it, I just love it. It's really good. Uh, Neil? Yeah, I um, I liked it a lot. I, I didn't initially, um, but it really grew on me. And I was trying to think who it reminded me of, and you've just hit the nail on the head, Alan. It's, he's, I used to love Keen back in the day, and uh, I think you know, it was very um, unusual at the time to have a, an indie band where the main instrument was a keyboard. Or piano, you know, it was, um, everything was guitar-driven and it was uh, it was like a breath of fresh air. Uh, and it was sort of a throwback to that. Uh, it's almost got a bit of a sort of musical theatre sound in places. But it, yeah, you know, you like can imagine Will, it. Do you remember Will Wood who I bought a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Not was quite that the one that went, went, talked about like suburbia and went on about vampires and things? And yes, there was like four songs rolled into one. I, I was, yeah, I was, I was thinking that while I was listening to. It. I, I couldn't remember the song or the artist, but uh, it did remind me of that. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Wayne, um, yeah, I'm. I spoke to Thirsty Curses for episode two of Side B of season three. So right at the start yeah. of the year. So we had them in the, the B-side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a song called Cold Black Ink, which was completely different sound to this. It was very indie rock, that was. These I've got, I've, I've put down in my notes here, I've put down Americana Cocktail Lounge. Now, that may sound bad, but it sort of puts me in mind. Imagine 1980s Billy Joel meets Maroon 5, that sort of <laughs> sound smashed together. You know, Piano Man versus This Love, that sort of thing, you know. Mm. Those those two smashed together. and It's, it's a pop-driven sound that's alt and, you know, has more deeper meaning than just baby, baby, baby. Um, Where are these guys from? This? Oh, I read it today. I'm looking at it on their, on their YouTube thing of the video, and it said it was filmed in Wilson, NC, so I think that's North Carolina. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. Sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, 
the thing I like about it is it's one of those upbeat songs with a really jet black message, a really jet black lyrics, you know. She's got that lovely, you know, the bouncy piano, like you say, the keen type sounding piano, the honky tonk almost, only singing about bruises on her shoulder, you know, and what she's hiding from the world and, and that sort of thing. It's It's got some great production in the fact that I think this would sound exactly the same live. They've captured their sort of live spirit, I think, which not a lot of bands can do. And it's got that, like, you know, we were just talking about it, Alan, that, that bit of grit, that bit of something. It's just that a bit of the, the, the corners taken off a little bit. And and I, I like it even more for that. I mean, the, the way it conjures up in my mind, you can see these guys playing on a on a planked, you know, wooden planked vaudeville stage with those sort of lights and the, the velvet curtains playing this song. But yeah, I, there's nothing not to like about it. So I like this a lot. It's a good song. Cool. What do you think, Alan? Um, Rich, can you can you read out the uh, the list of genres that it said this sounded like? I can't. It said uh, sound covers of rock and roll subgenres, including punk, folk, country, prog rock, 90s alternative, and pop. Because, you know, we just needed some reggae in there, and that's like all music <laughs> that's ever been done. <laughs> And it's kind of like you're thinking, right? They're just trying to cover all bases. And it'd be interesting to know what what other what their other songs sound like. You know, where, where, when do they go punk? Because really, what it should have said, it's like it should have said Keen, Benfold's Five, Scouting for Girls, and Mumford and Sons. Mumford and Sons. Well, I, I don't know. I kind of got that. I just got that kind of. I kind of see it. Yeah. Style. It's just that kind of that jaunty type, doom, 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 you know, okay, type. Yeah, type yeah. Thing. That's just just got it. Um, I'm just looking at the names of the guys in the band, and I think they probably are American with names like Wilson Getchell and Clayton wow. Herring and Clayton Keely Otwell and Evan Miller. So they've got <laughs> Kiwi Otwell's not his real name. I'm not having that. <laughs> 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 you know, so yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it just. As soon as I heard that, I just heard Keen, and I wasn't, uh, you know, you weren't I, I've that got keen. a mate. I wasn't keen hey. on it, because it's really like Keen. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not that keen on Keen. Wasn't the, that the, keen on Keen. The song they brought to the uh, the podcast the start of the year when, when I interviewed, they're lovely guys, I remember speaking to them. Um, it was a completely different shake-up. It was more edging towards sort of punk alt indie sort of sounding there were some driven guitars in there you know some some dirty sounding guitars and it was a short sort of two minute 30 song i seem to remember and it i remember it me and you really really enjoying the song it was um the episode with justin and uh doug from mind gap the mind gap podcast you remember that one rich i do that was right a good episode the, yeah right at the start of the year yeah they were they were good lads so yeah they've got a their, their music is very vast, so I'd, you know because when I listened to it, I was thinking I don't remember the, this this band, and I'm sure to God I spoke to them, so I had to go back and find the song and was like, wow, this doesn't sound like that, you know. Yeah. It's sort of this is this sort of like I say they've had it's a steady curve to where they are now, and I'm sure they've got a, a curve back up as well. So yeah, you they've know, got that, some. That's that's kind of something that always disappoints me about bands because if I, if I hear a song by a band and I think, oh, that's brilliant. And then I go and listen to the album, and there's no other song on on the album that sounds like that song. And you know, like the Rasmus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just hope that thirsty thirsty curses don't have like a you know a punk song and then a 
a soul ballad and then the piano one and then and then one that's a bit more rocky and then something that's a bit heavy metal that sounds like that sounds like more playlist on shuffle that does <laughs> <laughs> well that yeah but that's that's fine because it's all different bands you know it, it, if you've got a band that's like that's it's like right guys let's let's just cover all the bases because then we might you know we might we're gonna hopefully make everybody happy <laughs> and you need, you need you know, a signature sound in there somewhere I'm not really explaining yeah. very well. That that what you just said there, Neil. That they is they still sound like themselves. It's just a different angle them coming at it. And see, I'm not still not doing it good. I think <laughs> on, the, on working on an album, it would fit fine because they've still got you their core that sound. Signature undercurrent, yeah. but then vary it and yeah. take it in different directions. That's what you're trying like to the, say. Like status quo, like well, just like what status quo did. Didn't they only Same write one song? And it was amazing. Yeah, for forty well, years. Exactly. <laughs> but you see. You see that—that's—that's that's my point, right? Now I'm not—I'm not the Quo's biggest fan, but at least they had a sound. And yeah. you know, when you when you heard when you heard Status Quo, you went, "That's Status Quo." And if you like that sort of stuff, then bang on, you know. But only when when they started doing like in the army now and burning bridges and things like that, then I can imagine a lot of people are going, "Oh God, Quo, what have you done? You've sold out," you know. <laughs> but. At least, at least they had a they had a sound and they and they, they made a made a career out of it. I've I've got a bit of an issue with bands that try and you know they have a song like that and then they've got a song like that and then they've got a song like that. It's like you were saying the other day, Rich. Um, uh, ACDC have released their song again, haven't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they've released their song again. <laughs> Has anybody heard it other than me? It's just Hell's Bells. <laughs> it's, it's, it's exactly that. It's just Hell's Bells all over again. It's exactly the same as that. <laughs> They only ever wrote one song, and it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's the that's that's the point I'm trying to get to. Right. Well, so the all important verdict then, and I've I've lost again this week. While the sounds of it. Well, me too. Uh, I'm used to it though. Well, I don't know. I mean, I might I might have a last minute rethink and <laughs> and uh, go and say, well, actually, I'm I'm bluffing and Keen won my favourite band. No, and, no, you're not. You know. No, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> No, um, I th- well, I think I think the winner is the Savoy Cabbage. <laughs> I agree with that myself. Savoy, yeah. Savoy sausage. <laughs> yeah, no, I think yeah, I think I think the winner is, is Varro and 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 Savoy. Is that Savoy? Yeah, I've wrote yeah. it down two different ways. I've wrote Savoy and Savoy in my book. That's what's thrown me. I've wrote it correct on one page and then different on another. Because that's a sort of fucking genius. So I has he cast joy out over the land? <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's the name of um, oh. a highway woman. That's the name oh. she took, survey. Or oh, 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 check a house for defects. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thanks. I d- double win. I, I don't know what to do with this. I, I think I may retire. Yeah, go check out Survey uh, so by Varo. Is, is go, it definitely go check Survey? Out. Survey, yeah. Not Savoy? No, Survey. I sing it in the song as well. It's the first line in the song, so hmm. um, Also, go check out Bruises on Your Shoulder by Thirsty Curses and Amelie Blake and her song, Let the Words Unfold. Go check these odds out. Give them a like on Facebook. Follow them on Twitter. Go download them on Spotify. Go and buy their work on Bandcamp. Go do all that stuff. Follow them on YouTube. Go and give these people a like. So, um, we're ready for round two? Yes. Go Which is it. the wild card round.
Yeah, so wildcard. So what do we normally do? Uh, Rich, do you normally scroll through the submissions and then we'll ask Alan to shout stop at some point? Yeah, do that then. I'm just going to go All on right. the submissions now. And just Start scrolling. Tell okay, me when I'll, you're scrolling. Hold on, let me just get on the, the submissions. Okay. Oh, it's my email. So I'm going to flick through now. And at some point you're going flicking, to say stop. Flicking, so I'm, I'm flicking, flicking through, flicking through, flicking so whenever through. Whenever you're ready, I'll your own time, shout stop. So, so flicking, I'm flicking. Stop. So, okay. Oh, 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 what's he chosen? What's he chosen? We've got Khaki King. <laughs> K-A-K-I King. Modern Yesterdays. I don't like the sound of that. Can I get an go? <laughs> No, it doesn't work like that. With this collection of 11 new songs, not listening to all 11 songs, it's an album, obviously, uh, Kaki King brings her trademark extended technique, custom guitar projections, and an introspective exa- examination of our relationship to time and place. Well, not- that's, you know what? That sounds really good. It does, so doesn't it's, it? Uh, it's an 11-track album, is it, Rich? Yeah, we're not listening to the one song. Um, Pick a random number between 1 I'm gonna and 11. Go with, no, I'm going to go with the first song, Default Shell, it's called. Um, what else does it say about her? On October 23rd, internationally renowned composer and guitarist Kaki King releases Modern Yesterdays. Her first new studio album in five years on Cantaloupe Music with playing described as sumptuous feast for the senses boston globe is that a, that's a, is that, that's a big publication isn't it boston globe it's massive it's like the second biggest in america khaki king is known as one of the greatest guitarists of our time her virtuous and curiosity have led to innovative techniques and even the invention of a guitar bridge the passerelle Passarelli. Modern Yesterdays is a distillation of Kaki's quiet fearlessness and as a composer in complete control of her instrument. So yes, we're going to play the song right now. We haven't heard this before. This is brand new to us all. A song or a composition? Is it composition? I'm going to say it's a composition. Might, might be some music, uh, some, some singer, I don't know. Default Shell. So yeah, enjoy.
Okay, so that was Kaki King with her composition. What did I say it was? Default Shell. Yeah. That was... That was... That was... Yeah. What was that? Um, <laughs> do you know what? I said it wasn't a song, it was a composition. Uh, the way that it was done, it felt like it was a song. It felt like she was using the guitar to sing a song, but you had the underlining tune, melody... And you had like a ba- the, the underlining bass bits as well, and, and it's like you had a, a bit of running through it that sounded like almost like the guitar was singing. I wonder how many different guitar tracks are on there, like how many how many how many different layers? Because that wasn't just one single guitar no. track, was it? No, it's mental, isn't it? Yeah, it's just it's just completely not early. I, I can play it. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like she's in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've just, I was just like, I was just thinking, right? Imagine like you're at a party with Kaki, right? And she's like, "I'm going to go and get my guitar, play a song." <laughs> You'd be like, "Whoa!" I can, you can do, I can do blowing in the wind. You know what I mean? Take it easy, love. You'd be like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's like that. I mean, she's obviously got. I mean. I wonder how she does it live. I mean, she'll have like a looper pedal and probably just play over and over and over again, which would sound great. Or, or she has like 10 guitarists off playing with her. Oh, she is really that good and she does it all on one guitar. <laughs> <laughs> just like what I did there. Yeah, just, just like, exactly like that, yeah. Kind of like a Wilco Johnson type thing. Yeah, yeah. Playing rhythm and lead at the same time. You know what? I'm really pleased that I chose that. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. It's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. The only guitarist I can think of that comes close to anything like that is a guy called John Gomm. I don't know if you've heard of him. I knew you were going to say him. <laughs> he's fucking fantastic. I reckon he could do it on one, one guitar. God, he's uh, fucking amazing. Um, what did you, did you like this, Wayne? Do you know uh, you know of a composer called John Williams? Not yes. John Williams. Different John Williams. No, then. No. This is this is where we get this is where we go inside the box, fellas, and it's sixteen walls. There's a composer who does film scores called John Williams, who's worked with Steven Spielberg. And there's another composer who's done film scores called John Williams, who is a guitarist. And he does stuff like this. He's very finger-picky and, you know, playing all the bass notes at the same time as he's doing lead and all manner of stuff. All on flamenco guitar, yeah. Sort of in that vein, nowhere near as quick and as layered. I mean, it sounds like she's got a 35-string guitar, doesn't it? You know everything that's going on. I mean, at one, well, at one point, I thought there was singing, um, sort of really weird, sort of um, ethereal, sort of ghost-like singing in the background. I think it was just the resonation of the strings as she was playing. It was it was really strange. Um, I love the Hans Zimmer honk at the start. You know, I love that. That's you know, it's always going to drag me in. Anything like that. There's an elect- uh, uh, like an electro bit uh, like halfway through. Yeah. Like she stepped on a pedal and it all became very, mm. fu- very, um, very abstract. Rich, which album is this from? Sorry, which sorry. album is this from? Um, it's from the album Modern Yesterdays. Mod- yeah, what did you right, just say? So the, new, the new album. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's mm. when when she starts using the effects, it does give it a bit more. It starts because it, it gets a bit repetitive, and that doesn't. This sounds like I'm being negative, but it does get a bit. But the minute she starts putting a bit of, I think it's a bit of phase and a bit of delay in there, and the minute that starts swinging about, and and giving a bit more depth and a bit more 
you know, um, interest to the song. It sort of sucks you back in. It's a very interesting song. She's a very, obviously a very talented, very interesting artist. So I'll check her out and see, see what else she's been doing. Yeah. Neil? Um, wow. Well. Um, it, um, yeah, it, um, it blew me away. I mean, when you read the bio out and, you know, making all these claims about how she's one of the greatest living guitarists and all this kind of thing, I was kind of sat there thinking, yeah, right, why would somebody like that be contacting us? Um, but listening to the track, I, you know, I mean, I wish you could got one track to compare it, but, um, it lends credibility to that statement, doesn't it? Yeah, it, show um, off. That's all you are, love. Show off. Yeah, it, it put it put me in mind. I mean, like the visual thing I got was like you know, like on Star Wars when the Millennium Falcon goes into Piper Piper Drive and you see all those white lines appear. It was kind of like that. It was like you know, particularly with that when when the effects come on, it's like you, you're kind of in that warp tunnel. Where it's like whoo, you just feel your face <laughs> melting off. So yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it's good. Awesome. So that's that. that that's that then. Um, I'd be interested to try and get her on the show if possible. In the maybe next year, I'll see if I can get hold of her. Don't be don't be too uh, excited about the idea, guys. Jesus. Yeah, we've got an idea. Rich. Thanks. I had no that. idea if this was making the edit or not. Yeah, that'd be great. It'd be really nice to have on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think? So we spent on the wild card. I think so. Yeah. Go check out. Uh, go check out. Is it khaki? Is it? And A with anything like umlauts on the top or anything like that, Rich? Just no, no, just, just K-A-K-I. Norm- K-A-K-I. No, so he's khaki king then. So go uh, check out we're, we're, khaki. Well, I can think of a few khaki kings in this. In, in the, uh, uh, yeah, anyway. go check out khaki king and, and You're going to have a khaki king as soon as that team. queen dies. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a word that oh, gives well. you confidence, isn't it? Umlaut. Yeah. I like the word umlaut. Very German, isn't it? Very woody. Yeah, so so that was a wild card round. Um, As usual, it was good. Um, I kind of like, part of me secretly hopes we'll get a bad one. Uh, I've actually been present when you've had a bad one, but apparently it has happened on the B-sides and it's it's awkward. Yeah, that's what, yeah. (sighs) Do you remember him, Rich? Through the window, remember that? Through the window. Through the window. Oh, that God, sounds so... incredible. It really wasn't. Um, yeah, so uh, round, round oh, no. three. Uh, my favourite round, usually. Ladies and gentlemen, John, join the musical challenge. Oh, go! So the point of the intense hardcore genre musical challenge mode go is that uh, we're challenged to bring, normally one, one of us is challenged to bring a, um, a, an obscure genre of music. This week, both me and Wayne were challenged to bring the genre, newly invented genre of Richie music. Newly invented, uh, I like that. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, because Richie music's never been referred to before, has it, until last week. We've had, we've had he Wayne He was feeling music. left out, Neil, that's what it was. He was feeling yeah, left we've out. Had, we've had Neil music. We've never had Richie music before, so here we go. Here's an attempt at it. I have a more, I have a more ecl- eclectic taste in music than you two. That's what it you is. You do, to be fair. It's difficult to pigeonhole you. Yeah, whatever, whatever Neil's likes, he ain't gonna like that. Whatever I like, he ain't gonna like that. And 
Never the time shall wait. The challenge challenge wasn't to bring something that you like, that I like. The challenge was to bring something that you think I would class as Richie music, as my music, my style, something I like. So for for me personally, for you to, to, to qualify, it has to be a piece of music that I'll go, yes, that's on my playlist. Otherwise... Otherwise, you failed. Oh yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go first then. So I've brought um, a guy called Memory uh, featuring uh, I think his name's Jeremy um, and their song First Love, which sounds a bit like this. Yeah. 
that was Memory, uh, featuring, I'm sure his name's Jay Remy, I could be wrong on that, um, <clears throat> and First Love. So this, wow, of all the genre challenges I've done, this is ridiculous, this was ridiculously hard, this was. I think I went through about 110 submissions, and this is about the 15th one I came to. And was like, I'm not even sure if this is going to fit the Richie music bill. But I was, I was like, okay. I, I sort of steeled myself and had a bit of fortitude against... A while ago, you brought a song by a guy called... Where's it gone? I wrote it down. Uh, a, guy, a guy called Chris Linton. And you brought a couple of his songs, one of them being Fearless. Um... And I sort of was heading for that direction, sort of singer-songwriter with a bit of tweaking, you know, a bit of bit of extra production, almost EDM production. I was sort of swinging towards that because oh, he's brought a few like that before. Um, just a quick one. Memory is Sean Hettinger, Hettinger uh, and he moved to NYC 10 years ago uh, after four years singing and playing in bands in LA. He has pen scores for Netflix, Amazon, MTV, more you name it. That's, that's pretty much it. It's, 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 I've, I agree with you completely. You know, it's so hard to pin Rich down to a, like a style or a song or something like that. Cause what I think you're going to like, I don't think you'd like. It's very anomalous. I, I can that never. Made no fucking sense at all. Well, I what can I never. Think you like, I don't think you like. Now, what I, what I think you like, you won't like. You know what I mean? It's, it's that sort of, it's, I'll hear something and go, I think Rich, when I've done it to the podcast, I've brought a song and I think Rich is going to love this. And you've turned up and gone, I don't even, I don't even not like it. I don't care about it. <laughs> you know, there's a song a while ago I brought and I thought he'll like this one. Killing Cartoons. I thought you'd like that. Yeah, I really yeah, did think, I think you'd I get think into you, it. Yeah, and like you fucking it. hated it. You know, it was, it was literally one of our, not for me, Wayne, moments. And it was like, oh shit, right. Okay. Wasn't expecting that. So really, really struggled and, if I'm completely honest, I think Neil's smashing out the park with this one because I'm not even sure if this is in the Richie Wheelhouse, as it were. How, how do we want to do this? Do we want to present both songs and then we'll and then Rich can talk about? Yeah, them. I don't think I don't think it's a winner. If if he likes both songs, they're you know they're both sort of Richie music canon. I just say what I think about this song that we've just listened to. Uh, what did you okay. think about this one, Alan? Um, not my cup of tea, I'm afraid. No, mine. That, well, that's not true. That's not that, that, that. That's not. It's, no, that's not my. Call. It's, it's, it's okay. It, I, I was getting James Arthur singing music that's been written by Justin Bieber. Um, it didn't go. Oh, on my definitely have pl- the Justin Bieber in it. It didn't go on my playlist. I don't dislike it. It's just not something that I would choose to listen to. I, I appreciate the effort that you went. You know the the, the 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 process of deduction that you went through to to get. Th- to to where you are, and I understand I how you I've got just to. I, I, point, I, to be honest, I, un, I understand how you got to this song, but no, I think you 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 you, you went a bit wide. Mm. I, I, if anything, I've just proved my own point. Yeah, you know what I think you're gonna, what I think you like, you won't like, and that's exactly what's happened, doesn't it? Hmm. So, so Neil, yeah. do you want to introduce your song? Yep. So I brought uh, a song by the. Uh, um, I struggled a bit with this band name. Actually, I don't. I don't know if they're called the M30 or the M30 Collective, uh, because I go by the M30 Collective on Facebook. But I think the the email that we originally had just introduced them as the uh, the M30. But it's their track "Howling Wolf." 
So, uh, yeah, this is the M30 with Howling Wolf. the M30 with Howling Wolf um, why I think this is rich in music it's um, it, it's the sort of dark bluesy guitar with a, a sort of bouncy beat over the top of it I think you bought a few songs before Alex Sid, you thought of Alex yes, Sid yes, Alex Sid, yes yes. I couldn't think of his name but yeah that, that, that's exactly what I mean, it's, it's that sort of atmospheric I, I did deliberate over it because I wasn't sure but then I think the thing is, let's be honest, Richie music as a genre doesn't exist. <laughs> I think you can have wine music, you can have neil music, but as we've said, your your tastes are just so eclectic. This, it's very difficult to pin down, but this is the sort of thing I could see you getting on. It's almost like there's many facets of Richie music, <laughs> and I, I think this I think this ticked the box of one of them at least. So, yeah, what... 
Did you what, think of what, this what, one? What did you... Oh, this is just the Dirty South, isn't it? The minute I played it, I went, he's fucking smashed this out of the park. This is Richie music. I wasn't getting Dirty so, South from it. I was getting Dirty South. You're on about, you about the band, the Dirty South? Yeah, you just yeah. on about in general, the Dirty South? No, the band, the Dirty South. That's what I was getting mm. from this. And I was just went, yeah, this, this, if you brought this as a head-to-head, it's, yeah, it's Richie music. It's 100% Richie music. But, mm. like, ah, yeah, it's, it's a good song. It's well-structured. It's got that lovely bouncing, you know, doom, doom, you know. It's this, uh, yeah, it's a really, really good song. I enjoyed it a lot. The thing I thought, it didn't have a lot of depth to it. Um, you know, it's, it, there's some brilliant, there's some beautiful vocal harmonies on the, the two lines that are delivered in the song. You know, it, it, I can see why it could, be, it could be viewed as a bit repetitive, but I, I think it works. What did you think, Alan? You know what, it's got that, um, that same beat, that... As, um, what, as you win again by the Bee Gees <laughs> um, which you know uh, is is, uh, is no bad thing um, I mean it's got that kind of that swamp kind of delta blues type thing about it isn't it you know it's that kind of you know there's a bit of Nick Cave in there you know if they'd, if they'd went a bit more raw and a bit more harsh then they probably could end up sounding like Nick Cave but um, yeah it's, it's alright I, I agree. I think Neil. I think Neil, you uh, you aimed in the right direction. However, I didn't put it on my playlist. It was missing some. I can't put my finger on what it was. Probably some Fucking more lyrics. Hell. But it was missing something. I, I do. I, I, I think out of the two of the songs, this is the one I, I preferred. But I still wouldn't class it as Richie. It's not something that would go on my playlist. But it's, it's so close. It was just missing something. I can't. I, I can't tell you what it is. I think is that de- that depth that you was on about. It's missing some sort of depth. So, so I'm right in saying you saying mine was kind of. It sounds like I'd say quite 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 considerably closer than Wayne's. Yeah, yeah. Would it be fair to say that Wayne listened to about 150 songs and compared them all and ripped them apart and analysed them? <laughs> I I just picked. I, I thought right, I've got to find some Richie music. I just uh, I just scrolled oh, randomly. I, 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 did, I, did a, I did a wild card on it. I went to the submissions and I went that one. Howling Wolf. Let's give this a listen. Yes, that is Richie music. <laughs> it's not. I, I I want a rematch. You both, you both failed. We, we need to do a rematch of this soon. I'm not having that. We can't pinpoint this. I'm not having it. We need we need to do it again, Neil. At some point, well, we should do it again. But uh, I'm thinking we've only got a few episodes until the uh, the end of the season, haven't we? So uh, for the next couple of genre challenges, we should do Wayne and Neil music. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, who, who's next the, anyway? Who's... Oh Christ! I, I knew there was something I hadn't figured out. Uh, well, I did last time. Yours this time, so it's Neil next time. Okay, so we've got to find Neil music then. Isn't it mental? It's mental, isn't it? Because Neil's supposed to go away and find some music, but instead he doesn't have to do anything. We'll, we'll, we have to we'll, do, do, we'll do we'll do Wayne music for the next one then, but you can join in as well. Okay, cool. So we're doing, we're doing uh, Wayne and music, you, and then you can do me on the next episode. You'll have been done, don't I you? Think, Neil? I do, I do. I I think that leads us that the the last two will lead us to the end of the year. I think that's right. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, it'll it'll tie nice. nicely. Yeah, awesome. I was just looking at the um, so the name of that band was called M Thirty, that right? Yeah. yeah. So I was just looking to see where the M Thirty is, <laughs> and there isn't an M Thirty. <laughs> I was going to say, does it even exist? <laughs> no. 
there's a, there's a, there's the M3, which goes from, uh, bear with me a second, goes from uh, London to Southampton, that area, but the M32, which <laughs> was... No, it was an M32, what the fuck? So, yeah, so... So there's no there's no M30, but there's the M32, <laughs> which goes from it's a spot of the M4 <laughs> near Bristol. Oh yeah, I thought you had to go to the M32 actually. <laughs> I think they are from the um, world. A good motorway spur. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we ran up to the end of this one. So if you if you like memory featuring, I think his name's John Romay. I think oh, I'll be wrong on that. And their song First Love, go check him out. That's an independently released uh, track, so uh, show them some love. If you like the song Neil brought, which was Howling Wolf by M30, go check those guys out. That's released through Gas Records. Uh, you can find all these people on Spotify. You'll find them in our show notes and all the rest of it. I'm just reading the blurb that the M30 have sent to us with uh, Howling Wolf, which I've not read before, and I'll read this out to you. The mysterious sound of the M30, a trio, a deathly groove, a pageant, and a rallying call in the mixing pot of electronic blues. The first release ahead of the debut M30 EP late this year. We need food, and we must howl like the wolf, so the generous waters of the Great Lakes deliver the surge... Sturgeon on August full moon, the Sturgeon moon. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you do. You brought Neil music. Sturgeon. You brought Neil music. You brought Neil music and tried to fob it on me. Yeah. I, I was, I, actually, I, to be honest, I, there was there was part of me that um, thought this is too good to bring for Richie music. I might bring it as a head to head. Mm. Says the person who's won two head-to-heads this year. Um, yeah, so uh, moving swiftly along, would anybody object if I have a very quick comfort break, which you can edit out? What, you're going to sit down on the sofa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, be, I'll be back in two minutes. <laughs> OK, Neil's gone for a piss. Um, insert advert here. Hey! Do you want to feel so energetic? Try Power Thirst. Energy drinks for people who need gratuitous amounts of energy. With all new flavors like chocolate. Chocolate energy. It's like adding chocolate to an electrical store. Sound the alarm. You're going to be uncomfortably energetic. What's that? You want strawberry? Well, how about rawberry? Made with lightning. Real lightning. Sports. You'll be good at them. It's an energy drink for men. Energy. These aren't your dad's puns. These are energy puns. Turbo puns. Science, energy, science, energy, electrolytes, turbo lights, power lights, more lights than your body has room for. You'll be so fast, Mother Nature will be like, slow down. And you'll be like, fuck you, and kick her in the face with your energy legs. You'll have so much energy, energy, uh, just running all, all the, the time. time. Power running, power lifting, power sleeping, power dating, power eating, power laughing, power spawning babies. You'll have so many babies. 400 babies. Give chocolate to your babies and they'll be good at sports. Make your babies run abnormally fast. They'll run as fast as canyons. People will watch them running and think they're canyons. They'll race as fast as canyons against actual canyons and it'll be a time they'll get deported back to Kenya. Hey, go with the sure thing. Don't gamble on your energy. Snake eyes. Try Power Thirst, the energy drink that will make you... Uh, Okay, so we've come to the um, last and uh, arguably most interesting part of the show, our Artist Spotlight Round.
have some kind of soundbite for He's that. Good. You can do that post edit, Wayne. That's, that's always post. Otherwise, it's this oh, one because okay. I haven't changed it. Yeah. It's this one. If I don't, you ready? <laughs> I feels a bit <laughs> like I'm taking the piss, so I don't want to take no more. Kind of sums up 2020, doesn't it? Really. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. yeah, so uh, so Alan, um, so over to you. Um, what's the year like been like for you as a recording artist? <laughs> well, you know what? I, I think it's probably the most productive I've ever been as a recording artist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably because uh, I've had nothing else to do apart from do my normal day job. And when I started working from home, um, which was probably about the 17th of March, I just started to become more productive musically, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's been pretty shit, really, isn't it, this year? <laughs> it's only going to get shittier, I think. Um, <laughs> it's kind What's of a, a reoccurring, reoccurring theme. Yeah. It's, uh, d- 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 there does seem to be a pattern emerging. What's a normal year like for you? Do you, do you play live a lot? Um, well, you see, not as the alien cormorant, because that's a, a purely solo project. Uh, so I'm, I'm in a band, well, I'm in, I'm in quite a few kind of playing live type bands, touring bands. The main one is a band called Spare Snare, and I've been in that band since about 1992, 1993. And we've released 14 albums, 13 albums, 14 albums. And we used to play quite a lot. In the in the nineties and the two thousands, um, we did we played America a couple of times. Um, to, actually toured America a couple of times and um, in Britain and stuff. But that kind of slowed down as we all kind of got got older and had children and stuff like that. And it just became a bit more difficult for for us all to get together um, to play live. And I think this this solo project the alien cormorant is a is a kind of like a frustration type thing for me because it it got to the point where we weren't playing live and I wasn't recording anything and I thought you know what I'm I'm just going to I'm going to do this myself and just see how it goes um so that's pretty much what what I've got uh, just before lockdown actually I'd had a couple of offers to play live as a solo thing and I was actually getting into the idea of how I was going to do it whether I was actually going to have to get other people to come and help me play live or just do it all in loops, um, just with a looper pedal and, and sound like Khaki King. But, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much where we are now. So to answer, actually, to answer your question, no, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a live thing. And I haven't been, I wasn't, you know, so, so basically when lockdown happened, it didn't stop me from playing live or anything because I, I, I wasn't playing live Anyway, I, I actually think that lockdowns helped me because it's given me the impetus to actually start doing stuff and to actually get stuff out there, you know, whether it's on Spotify, Bandcamp and that. So it's not it's not hindered me playing live, not playing live, sorry. That makes sense. So we've had a few people on who've, um, who've kind of said that, uh, you know, lockdown's given them more, more chance to sort of focus on their music and, uh, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So, you know, it's, um, I think, I mean, obviously it's a, terrible state the world's in at the moment but you you have to take every silver lining you can exactly i mean the the, the whole the whole point of the, the alien cormorant thing was I, i'd recorded uh four tracks with a with a, a, a an italian artist called goldmas now this this happened um last october uh, august so august 2019 and through kind of just 
not being arsed and couldn't be bothered and, and just other things. I hadn't seen the light of day. And then I was away to release one of the songs just before lockdown. And I'd, I'd been contacted from another Italian singer-songwriter called Cecilia Miradoli. And she, I gave her some songs and she was like, yeah, let, let's do it, but let's make it about lockdown and let's, let's get it out now mm. kind of thing. And she, she really kind of like set a fire underneath me to actually do it. So if I hadn't, if I hadn't probably, um, if she hadn't given me the, 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 the spur to do it, then I wouldn't be talking to you guys now because I wouldn't release anything. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so the, the, the alien, uh, cormorant, uh, mm. it's basically a solo project, but with, yeah. with collaborations. Yeah. And basically it's, for, it's with collaborations because I, I, I can't write lyrics and I can't sing. So, right. And the majority of stuff I've done previously, which I've never really put out. I mean, I put the odd thing on YouTube. I made a video and stuck it on, but not not serious about it. So it's it's all it's always been instrumental stuff. But so you know, sending these soundtrack type pieces to other people and getting them getting their interpretation and their their input into what I do, and and having the whole kind of melody lines and the vocals is just fascinating for me that somebody can actually find stuff in the music I'm giving them. Can I just interject something, if you don't mind? Mm-hmm. Um, I was just wondering if you'd done anything else, like really create, last, creative. Last time I spoke to you, it was on about, because like, I, I was picking up different um, sounds and different, like, um, natural sounds and I asked the question you're the type of person that goes into a studio with like I don't know a pot and a pan or random stuff and just use you know to make to make sounds and then you, you got all excited got up and got this instrument and went look at this look at this instrument it's out of tune but what I do is I make it work by finding notes that go together and I was wondering if you've come up with anything right. else like that because <laughs> it was it was amazing. That was that um, that was like guitar guitar zither um, and and yeah, I mean it's 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 completely. In fact, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a live performance of it. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that is completely out but of tune. It's, it's completely out of tune. That's the best thing about it. And but I've also got uh, an African kalimba, and that. I mean, listen to that sound. I fucking love a kalimba, mate. (laughs) I love a kalimba. I'm amazing. You don't like that one? Listen to that. It's like it's got a duff note in it. But But, you'll sit down and you'll pull out sounds and you'll put them together, even though, but in your way rather than the way it's meant to be. Yeah. And and that's it. I mean, the thing is, it's like, you know, my, my approach to recording stuff is like, if it sounds good, it's good. And... I think that's why, you know, the whole lockdown thing has just given me the idea of just, you know, sitting fucking around with this kalimba <laughs> and this zither and kind of going, that sounds terrible. I mean, it's 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 completely out of tune, but, you know, I mean, as soon as I, as soon as I record that and stick it some, some delay or something on it, then it sounds really good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 basically just throwing out all the kind of um, rules into the throwing them all out and just starting again and have, having nobody, you know, having no producer or anything kind of telling me, oh, you can't do that, that's not right, you know. It's like it's like <laughs> the early it's like the early uh, Pink Floyd approach. Exactly. Oh, right. I don't really know how to play this guitar, and I'm bored of it now. I wonder what happens if I throw it at the wall and fish. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
pretty much my kind of whole recording technique is just you know see what happens and it's a good technique <laughs> to have it's a good philosophy yeah. to it's have work, it's, yeah. work, it's working so far so well, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, that's that's the that's the thing. I've got another. There's another project happening soon, and it's with a it's with an Argentinian um, singer songwriter called uh, Diego Bolordo, and he's he's quite a big thing. Sorry, in, in how Argentina. the fuck did you find him? Well, you see, the thing about this is right that that Diego um, when I when I started up the Spare Snare Twitter account um, eleven years ago or whenever. He was one of the first followers, and he started sending me messages going, I love your band. And I'm like going, Who, who's this guy? And it was like, <laughs> he's in Argentina. Is this guy taking the piss? You know, it's like, <laughs> I, 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 I think I sent him a couple of messages going, Fuck off. Stop this. It's going to stop this, mate. You're really pissing me off. And it was all like, I love you, and you, you, are, you are my biggest inspiration. And I was just like thinking, this guy's a troll. You know, I was like, fuck off. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so it, 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 it turned Fast out forward he, twenty years, and yeah, yeah. Best so it turned out he, he was actually like a huge fan. And, he, and you he, told him to fuck off. <laughs> well, exactly. That's, that's the that, ingenious that, way of getting yourself out of the music industry. That's just kill well, all the fucking. <laughs> it's just a very punk attitude, isn't it? It's like, uh, yeah. Probably egged him on more. He's like, why oh, he told me to fuck off? But he was that much of a fan. He ran downstairs and got all excited. Mom, 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 I'm a comic. Just told me to fuck off. <laughs> 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 I love him. <laughs> well, yeah. the thing is, he, um, he, he ended up coming across to, to uh, Dundee and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> he turns up at your front door and you go, oh, He's like, did you just tell me to fuck off? Come on, about Argentina to, to have a go. He loved it because... Go the, home. Exactly. He loved it because the Scottishman was living up to the stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. But yeah, so he he came over, and um, so it, it turned out he was actually a real a real person who was a real <laughs> fan. Um, he did exist. He did exist, and um, so he he's a he's a bit of a big a big deal on the on the kind of lo-fi kind of uh, indie scene in Argentina, and um, so. I, after apologising to him, um, I, I, we became friends, and um, so I, I, to cut a long story short, I, I've, I've sent him a couple of tracks, and uh, he's had them for about six months now and done nothing with them. <laughs> so, um, but I think he is going to be uh, he is going to be sending me some vocals back, and then I can mix them together. So, but, that, but this is going to sound really raw, kind of stuff. You know, it's, it's going to be almost punk. Um, because it's, I think he's just going to record the vocals into his iPhone and send me the files, you know. So it's that that kind of thing. And you know what? If it sounds good, great. If it doesn't, so what? We'll give it a go. <laughs> They've probably got them. Listen to me. I don't know how to do this. You sent me something over on an attitude fucking baglama. I don't know what to do with this. I want to tell him to fuck off. <laughs> exactly. He did to me. It'd be, so. inter- it'd be, inter- it'd be, interest- it'd be interesting to listen to because if you say it's more punk, it's obviously different to what you you've been doing more recently. So it'd be interesting to see you. So would you say this has been you stepping out of your comfort zone? Yeah, kinda. I mean, uh, I mean, when I'm in, 
when I'm with spare snare, I'm, I'm always the one that's kind of saying to them, no, look, come on, we need to make this more distorted. We need to, you know, we need to make this more punky. We need to make it, you know, kind of, I'm going to put the, the overdrive on my bass and I'm going to play, and they're, all, they're always kind of going, ah, no, Alan, come on, just keep it, keep it down a bit. So I'm, <laughs> I'm like thinking, you know what, this is my, <laughs> this is my time to shine. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, I, I don't know when this is going to come out. It might, it's all dependent on when Diego gets his finger out. He's probably, you know, he's probably, <laughs> You know, dragging his feet because he's thinking this bastard told me to fuck off all these years. <laughs> ago. So I'm sure he probably probably recorded immediately. He's just withholding yeah. it from you. I'm just gonna piss him off even even more by not <laughs> sending the stuff back. I'll get him back. He's playing a really, 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 really long game to just get you back to calling him to fuck off twenty years ago. I know what I'll do. I'll befriend him, and when he sends me some song, I just won't record him. <laughs> twenty years from now. <laughs> So what's the what's the crack with the um, the song that you've sent over for us? So that one um, is one of the songs that was recorded um, last last year, um, last summer. Um, and what I did last summer was I, I gave up drinking for. Um, I'm not trying to say get any, fucked. Not going to say I'm any kind of alcoholic. Scottishman. No, I gave up drinking for a, for a couple of months, and I was and I just thought, you know, I'm just going to focus on stuff and and uh, that music and stuff. So the, that there was five songs that um, four songs that I produced. Well, I actually produced about ten songs, and uh, four of them were recorded with uh, with Goldmass, and this one opaque is one of the songs. But what what happened was when I recorded it and I, I sent the track over to her, she sent me vocals back, and then. I bought a new pair of uh, of monitor speakers, and when I listened to the, what I'd recorded on the monitor speakers, it just sounded so shit. <laughs> and it was like, this is just awful. It's like it's just so muddy and just oh. So I basically re-recorded the whole thing um, and added new instrumentation and stuff, and it just made it sound a lot brighter and that. So that that's what this song opaque is, and. <laughs> I'm 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 almost worried to listen to the other three songs that I recorded last year because they're going to be exactly the same. <laughs> you could put out a disclaimer that people should only listen to it through shitty earphones. Well, that's <laughs> it, isn't it? I mean, I, I mean, the the, the the whole thing about home recording and stuff. I mean, it's it's just a it's a completely not a minefield. And you know, I just get really frustrated sometimes because I'm listening on the good speakers and I, I bounce it down and I go and listen on the iPhone and I'm like I can't hear the bass and, I, and I'm onto like YouTube and I'm looking at YouTube videos and how to mix for iPhones and then you get it sounding good on an iPhone and then you listen to it back on the speakers and it sounds even worse <laughs> yeah you see I'm trying to get some sort of balance where it sounds oh, good on an, everything it's an absolute nightmare mm. but you just give you know. me a great idea though for, for going forward if you were to record an album and you record it really lo-fi and when you send the album out you send them a pound shot pair of earphones as well as yeah. like, listen to it through this what a great gimmick that is it's like the epitome that's of almost, lo-fi yeah. that's, that's, that's almost like you two forcing an album on you that is you know what I mean that sort of gimmick <laughs> exactly are we at the end yeah I think so oh but we got your um, your socials uh, Alan, where if our if our followers and our listeners want to find you, they want to hunt you down, they want to tell you to fuck off. Where can they do that? Well, they can they can they can get a personalised fuck off if they if they follow me on um, <laughs> on on Twitter, and that's uh, at Alan Cormack. Um, on Instagram, it's at the Alien Cormorant. 
And on Facebook, there's two Facebook pages, and these for the two projects that um, are happening currently, uh, well, previously in the current one. Um, and the first one is, this is the one with um, Cecilia Miradoli, and this is, uh, so it's Facebook, and it's From My House to Your House. <coughs> that was the name of the EP that we released. Um, and the other Facebook page is the Alien Gold, um, and that's the Alien Cormorant and Gold Mass. Um, so you can you can find me there. Awesome. If you send us over all the links, we'll put them in the show notes. You can also, cool. our listeners, you can find us at all places. You can find good podcasts from SoundCloud to Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts. Anywhere there's a podcast, there is us. Also, we'd like to encourage you to follow us on our Patreon for the price of one pint a month. You can support us in 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 that we can continue to support other artists. You're going to help us cover our overheads. We're not looking to get rich. We just want to cover our overheads. And uh, if you send your work to us, you know, uh, through the Patreon, it gives you a bit of a boost at the, to the front of the line. So we'll listen to your work and we'll put you out on our future episodes and the likes and we're going to do other stuff on there to help artists as well like um i don't know but we're going to do stuff so yeah please follow us on patreon because we're not supported by anyone but the listener it's you that supports us and yeah that 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 that's just about it oh yhhtmpc.com you can find us there anything to add wayne neil uh, yeah um i just want to say um First of all, thanks for Alan to come on the show. Definitely go back and check out all the songs that we played tonight. Go check out uh, Varro and their song Survey. Uh, go check out Bruises on Your Shoulder by Thirsty Curses. Emily Blake and her song Let the Words Unfold. Uh, the songs we had on the intense what's called genre musical challenge mode, First Love by Memory, uh, Howling Wolf by M30, and The Wildcard by Khaki King. And obviously go give all these people a follow, give them a listen, download their albums, do all that lovely stuff that makes people happy in the morning. And uh, also check out, of course, the Alien Cormorant, who we're, we're going to play the show out with. Yeah. Yes, thank Anything you. Anything to add, thank anybody? You. Thank you, Alan. It's been a pleasure having you. Well... Guys, you know, I just want to say that it's, it's you know, thanks very much for having me on. It's, it's really, um, you know, it can be quite soul-destroying sometimes when you send out, you know, over 200 press releases and hear absolutely nothing back from anybody. Yeah, and, not, yeah. You know, and unless you're, you're, you're represented some way and you've got money to, to splash around on getting some good PR, then, you know, and I mean, myself doing this completely utterly DIY, and you know, you guys giving me some support is absolutely fantastic. So I just want to say thank you very much. It's our pleasure, no absolutely our pleasure. Yeah. So next David week, a great guest. Thank you. Yes. Cheers. Yeah. Next week we next week next episode we have Parallax Skies. They will yeah. be joining us. Um, the, the genre is Wayne music. Wayne music. I've got. I'm, me, I'm, I'm a little bit scared and a little bit excited, to be honest. It's, just, it's like it's like when you wake up on Christmas morning, what the fuck are these pair going to think I listen to? I can't wait. It's going to be great. Mm. Yeah, normie. You know, you know what I think of Wayne music. <laughs> you, you don't You don't know what Wayne music is? All I've got to do is find <laughs> some music that I think is absolutely dog-awful in American. You've got uh, Neil music afterwards as well. <laughs> 
Unfortunately, Neil Moody's just going to have to run into the new year, I think. I think it's uh, the last one of the year, next, uh, the next episode. Is it, is it really? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Then, yeah. then it's the Christmas uh, special. But yeah. yes, anyway, so that's been us. Follow us, follow the artists, follow everybody, and we'll see you next time. I have been Richie. I've been Wayne. Neil. And our guest has been... The Alien Cormorant. Thank you for listening. If indeed. You still are. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, Alan, can we get a fuck off from you? (laughs) Alan, Um, can we get a fuck off? (laughs) You know what? You know what? You can all fuck off. You can all fuck right off. (laughs) Yeah, look at that. That's good writing there. (laughs) Love it. Thank you so much.
Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.